It is a strategy, but it's also leverage. I mean, if okay. you think you're going to build a business that is specifically based off realtors, 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 there's not much leverage in that. But what I've been able to build a business off is I get a referral from a realtor. I do a great job for that client. We refer that same client to a financial advisor, a family will attorney, a CPA, um, a trust attorney, or an insurance agent, and they refer us back clients. When they refer me back clients, then I refer those to my realtors and or go get new realtors. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mortgage Influencers, where we bring you professionals who share insight into the latest trends, tips, industry technology, and services to help you be a mortgage influencer in your mortgage business. Well, hi there. Happy Wednesday, and welcome to another episode of Mortgage Influencers. Yay! My name is Ginger Bell. I have my wonderful co-hosts with me, Scott Shang and Steve Richmond. Hello, boys. Hello. Hello. And we have a special guest today who I'm excited to have uh, really hop in and uh, share lots of different things that you can talk about, Wally. So Wally Ellaberry, thank you so much. You're with Empower Lending. And uh, thanks for joining us today. You bet. Thank you so much for having me. And it's extremely impressive how well you pronounce my last name. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, I, I've heard many, many things. I'm just like, just call me a wall. Just go for the wall. But Illibiary is perfect. Thank you so much. Well, good deal. So, you know, one of the things, um, and I've followed you for a while. Um, I know you have been in the business, I think, since 1999, if I remember correctly. That's it. You got it. Yeah. Back when yeah. we used to have to call in credit reports and they'd fax them over to us. So. <laughs> Remember <laughs> those things called fax machines? Yes. Without numbers, you're, you're, you got to read the credit report and actually look for the ones and the zeros and go. Across. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you traveled around with a highlighter and highlighted things on the credit report. No, that's a rolling lathe. It's a rolling lathe. <laughs> <laughs> the medicals on the bottom. Highlight that. That doesn't count. Very good. So, uh, so yeah, so uh, yeah, Lee says he's 1999. He's a young pup. Yeah, Lee. <laughs> and Lee, how long have you been in the industry? I know you've been uh, in the industry for a while yourself. So um, been at it for a while, which is great. You have seen the highs, the lows, the ups and the downs. And I know for you and your team, because you lead a team. And one of the things I love about what you do with your team is branding. And if you go, um, I know your branch manager, how many, how many different brands do you have underneath your branch? Uh, brands, uh, I'd say, well, there's nine loan officers in my branch. So nine different brands, nine different brands. And you do a great job of that. I mean, honestly, if you go to your website, it's not just, uh, you know, Hey, find, you know, find your, you know, local loan officer. It truly is about branding and, you know, each one has their own brand, their own message, and, and I love that because um, it gives them that identity. We're all about personal branding, but doing it in that capacity is, is really cool. So um, I want to jump right in because I know you have a book that's out. It's close. It'll be out, it'll be out in September. In September. Okay. I thought it was coming out. I thought maybe it was out already. So coming out in September and, you know, Books are one of those things um, 
that really open so many doors and provide for so many opportunities, but it takes a while to be able to sometimes come up with that. So, um, so I'm going to talk in, uh, I'll have you talk about your book because that's a good segue into to the launch in September. We'll have to have you back for that. So, uh, so tell me a little bit about uh, the book and uh, how that came about. Yeah. So the book is called 24 seven mindset and nice. it pretty much describes my life. I usually play golf for three to four times a week. So if you could play golf three, four times a week, there is only really 24 hours in the week left to work. And uh, I travel about 20 weeks to sometimes 22 weeks of vacation a year outside of the U.S. or just on vacation. When you travel with 20 weeks of the year, there's only really seven months left to work. So it's a book teaching mortgage loan officers how to make an income that you get paid from your mortgage team 24 hours a day, seven days a week. However, you only have to work in the business 24 hours a week, seven months a year. So setting up that strategy as far as doing that. So, and it is a strategy. It is a strategy, but it's also leverage. I mean, if you think you're going to build a business that is specifically based off realtors, 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 there's not much leverage in that. But what I've been able to build a business off is I get a referral from a realtor. I do a great job for that client. We refer that same client to a financial advisor, a family will attorney, a CPA, um, a trust attorney or insurance agent, and they refer us back clients. When they refer me back clients, then I refer those to my realtors and or go get new realtors. So I've built a referral network, and that's how 2000, 2019, we're doing $100 million a year in loans. 2021, did over $200 million a year in loans, and we've been over $200 million since. The branch will do much more on that, but that's just my team. But the point of structuring it that way is we built a post-closing team called our client concierge team. And the client concierge team does a seven-day call, a 30-day call, a six-month call, and an annual mortgage review. Then after that, does a mortgage efficiency checkup with our database, with all our loan officers. But it allows us to stay engaged with our clients because we've all, we've all heard the term lender for life, but you've got to be in their life to be their lender for life. Yeah. So when we refer out, it was I mean, last year alone, we hit our pinnacle, our best year ever. Not because of volume, but last year we referred out over $2 million in commissions. There are CPAs, financial advisors, family will attorneys, insurance agents, and realtors. So if you're a loan officer and you're a loan officer team that is able to refer out over $2 million in commissions a year, it allows you to be in the driver's seat of the relationship with the realtors. So you're not on the becking call every evening or every weekend. You're not being shopped around by by a list of three realtor, three lenders that the realtor gives out, you have actually value. You're, you're able to add value, which makes you more valuable in the partnership. Well, and when you're giving something to someone, whether it's a financial planner, whether it's a real estate agent, whether it's an insurance agent, then that creates a different kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. First of all, you're giving them and entrusting them with, your customer. And so I think that I call it transferred trust is important because it deepens the relationship with those referral partners. I love it. Um, The back end, and you know, it's one of those things because I think so many people lose the thought that once you get done with the transaction, that you're done and you're not. Well, that is the word transaction versus relationship. I mean, it's right there. Transaction has an end point. 
Yeah, and, and that, you know, the term lender for life, everybody uses that, but nobody even thinks about client retention. And that's what all the big banks do. Like, that's what they're amazing at. The relationship starts when the loan closes, because you're looking at the lifetime relationship of those referrals, and then the people that you're referring them, uh, them to, it's a, it's a fantastic strategy. But also, if you look at it, I mean, most, let's just say a loan officer's average commission is $5,000 this across the board. Let's say their average commission is $5,000. Over a, a seven-year spam, again, we've done this for 10 years now, but an average out of seven-year spam, we walk away with five other mortgages from that one client following this process. So your lifetime, not your lifetime, your, your seven-year value of a borrower for every deal you close is not 5000 it's 25000 yeah. So if you can 5x your income, you can 5x, and that's where you really turn your database into a data bank, because now you're 5xing your your make your income on that. I want to talk about kind of the backend strategy. So, you know, first of all, the, the first relationship with the real estate agent, um, the second relationship with your financial planners, you have um, CPAs, and then who else is within this network? Yeah, family will attorneys and insurance agents. So and family will agents. attorneys will do that, the, obviously the family will, and also they'll help set up the trust. So how do you recommend um, people begin in building this network? What's what, what does that look like as far as creating those relationships? That's great. Actually, I'm in the process of recording recording our, a 24-7 Mindset Academy, and that was, the, that was the video I did this morning. So if you've got a financial advisor or you've got a CPA that when you get your client's tax returns, it says who the CPA is on there. And you get on the call run, right when the contract comes in, call the CPA and say, hey, Mr. C Mr. and Mrs. CPA, we have a mutual client in the Smiths and I presented three mortgage options for the Smiths. They chose A, B and C option because of X, Y and Z reasons. Does that meet your strategy when you do their, when you prepare their tax returns, I'm making an outbound call and I don't focus on being better than other loan officers. I focus on how I'm different from other loan officers. I when that. I make that outbound call for, to that CPA, they don't hear that often. They don't hear that where a loan officer makes an outbound call and says, hey, I'm structuring a mortgage this way. I don't want to screw up your strategy. So tell me, is do I have your buy-in? They are so floored by it. I simply say, with that being said, after closing, with your permission, may I come over to your office, give you the closing disclosure statement, so you need that for the tax returns, and then also your my mortgage coach total mortgage coach total cost analysis, and then also my home bot link, so you can see how they're they're structured. When I'm there at their office, I ask them this very simple question: Did you find this valuable for you and the Smiths? Their answer ten out of ten times is yes. So tell me about your client retention program you have with your with your 800 clients that you serve or your 1,000 clients that you serve. That's usually the biggest challenge a CPA has or a financial advisor has is client retention. That's what they focus on. Just like Scott said, that's where their big banks are really great. These top financial advisors and CPAs are really great at retention. Then I bring up, well, I do annual, annual mortgage reviews or mortgage efficiency checkups with my clients. May I do the same for your database on your behalf? And that's where I adopt the database. 2019, my database had 2,000 past clients on. By 2020, my database had 11,000 past clients. I did not close 9,000 loans in 2020. I didn't. However, 
I went to my CPAs, used the same exact script, my financial advisors, my family will attorneys, my insurance agents, and I was able to adopt 9,000 of their past clients to start doing annual mortgage reviews for them. And every single month through HomeBot, when they get it, when their clients get their HomeBot link, it's me and the financial advisor arm in arm going through and talking about the market. It's me and the CPA going up. So after a few months, you're warming up the relationship and you become their advisor, their mortgage advisor, just like their CPA or financial advisor was their advisor. Can I explain that well? You did a great job. So, Sounds like it was a webcam so I know, that I was just listening to, right? I mean, you were already- I'll send you the recording, Wally. You can yeah. use that. <laughs> so I know I know HomeBot really well. So Wally, what you're doing is instead of necessarily signing up realtors as partners and co-branding, you're signing up these other uh, financial services and hitting their database. That, yeah. That's absolutely now, brilliant because such a small percentage of loan officers even partner with real estate agents using HomeBot. They don't understand the power of that leverage. And for you to take it to that next level, it's really brilliant. Well, thank you. But I mean, think of it this way, right? If you go to a realtor and you say, let me onboard your database at a, what kind of quality of database do you think a realtor has, an average realtor, right? If, if now, they have it. <laughs> thank you. Right? Yeah, here's they're, a they're not of, always good with technology. Yeah. Yeah, so I went to people that have a CRM that actually have a focus breakdown of their everything segmented. They have the correct phone numbers in it. They have correct email addresses. They have correct addresses. So when I was onboarding it, I noticed there's so much more quality from my wealth. I call them wealth advisors. My wealth advisors databases than my realtors databases. Yeah. And then also, if you tell a realtor, send me your database, he'll send you like 5,000 people. I'm like, well, you didn't do 5,000 closings. Well, no, I farmed this neighborhood and I farmed that neighborhood. And I got these leads from a builder. I'm like, I didn't ask you to send me your leads. I need warm bodies that know who you are because I need your credibility to build up my credibility with that database. Wealth advisors already have it. And I love the fact that you're not just that. So you know, just calling the CPA, first of all, it's not a cold call because you're already doing business with someone they do business with. Yeah. Um, and you're going in and meeting with them, bringing the value. So you're mm -hmm. bringing documents they're going to need. So they appreciate that. You're keeping them in the loop. And then you are asking, and I think a lot of people miss this, is asking to be able to do the same thing for their other clients. After and already, after already producing, giving them just delivering value, value, value for one of their valued clients. Yeah, that's what that's what I love about that. Yeah. Yeah. And also it allows you, allows me to get in the driver's seat. If I, my, my boys are 17 and 16, I've got one summer left with one son before he goes off to college. And I've got two summers left with the other son before they go off to college. Yeah. Now at the end of the day, I control my evenings and I can control my weekends now where I can spend, actually be a present father. I can actually okay. be a present husband because I'm the driver of their referrals. I am the, I'm the gatekeeper of this network to these realtors. And here's, here's a shock here. CPAs, financial advisors, family will attorneys, insurance people don't call you on a Saturday afternoon and ask you to do a pre-approval letter in the next five minutes, or they're going to refer it to some other lender. When you bring the referral to the table, that realtor will wait till Monday morning for your pre-approval letter instead of 
slam you in the afternoon on a Saturday while you're sitting by the pole and you got to go grab your laptop. You're the driver, you're the quarterback, you're in control. Well, and taking that one step further too, so the the long-term relationship of bringing in the mortgage coach where you can bring that and provide that value on an ongoing basis, bringing in HomeBot, which we love, I mean, is such a, a brilliant tool and utilizing it with someone, as you said, Scott, outside of, of real estate agents where they can have access to that is great. The other thing I'd see as an opportunity is if you're doing a podcast to invite those same professionals on and have them a guest on your podcast. So it's an opportunity to continue to keep yourself at the forefront, but then also bring in that value as well. Yeah, absolutely. So 24-7 Mindset is going to be a series book. So first 24-7 Mindset for loan officers is coming out. Then right behind is 24-7 Mindset for entrepreneurs. Then 24-7 Mindset for CPAs, 24-7 Mindset for financial advisors, family will attorneys. And what I want to build is a network that is it completely refers back and forth. And the loan officer is the driver of that. So each one of those will have an academy. Each one of those will have a podcast. But does a loan officer need to build it to build it to where it's a scalable? No. If a loan officer wants to do $25 million a year, that's perfectly fine in my opinion. But just do $25 million a year easy. There's no need for you to bang your head against the wall with referral partners that don't respect you and don't value your time. Now, if you're not valuable as a loan officer and you get bad advice, I don't know what to do for you. But if you're valuable as a loan officer and you feel like you want to take your business to the next level, it's a great tool to be able to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, I look at it. What you're saying is, and we're, I think this is one of the things that that is changing in the overall business is stop being a loan officer and stop building a business and start building a platform, right? Yeah. Because you, you have a platform and you're bringing in all these other tools from all these other areas to help satisfy what the customer needs as opposed to just boom this is what i got and then i'm out it's looking at well, well and and then when rates were so low everybody just got stuck in this transactional mindset because you know they weren't prepared for it and you were just all you were doing was just just processing loans and this is you know that's checkers this is 3d chess like this is really going out and, and and it's thinking way outside the box and it's and it's leading with value first and and it's just and then it's benefiting from the fruits of your labors and your efforts. But like what you said, Wally, which I think is so important, is if you don't bring value, you, there's nothing you can do for you. But but if you're like so many loan officers that really, really care, I mean. This is a tough business, and a lot of people. I, I what were the numbers? Forty percent of loan officers didn't renew their license this year. Those were the transactional loan officers there, but the rest of us are out there. We're building relationships one at a time, and and I, I just don't think a lot of loan officers think about how valuable that is and how those that effort can be expanded to all of these other. Uh, all of these other uh, verticals um, of other professional services that are so important to the clients that we serve. So well, I think what most people, what surprises most people, they're impressed by me being able to refer out $2 million in commissions on a yearly yeah. basis. But 2022, there wasn't many refis, right? Well, tw 2022, out of the $200 million a year that my team and I closed, only 45 million of that 200 million dollars came from my realtors 
the rest of those referrals came from our CPAs, our financial advisors, our family will attorneys. So while everybody's business is less in 2022 than it was in 2021, our business was the same, if not more, because we've got six different referral streams. I like to call it the six lane highway, six different referral streams from different partners versus most line offices only get business from one partner, which is the realtor. So I call it the six lane highway. And if I'm getting referrals consistently day after day after day from CPAs, from financial advisors, from family will attorneys, and then I'm referring those to my realtors, rewarding the realtors that I do business with are 100% loyal to me, and then using the, the other half of those referrals, going after some of the biggest realtors here in Dallas, Fort Worth, and be able to get their business in coming to the table with a referral. The conversation is, is truly a partnership conversation. I absolutely despise and hate the word vendor. And when you actually become a lender of value, you're truly their mortgage partner. You're not their mortgage vendor. I have two questions. The first one, because people, a, a lot of originators <clears throat> don't have the numbers that they had coming in. So how can they use this strategy going through their existing database and leveraging, do you have them contact past customers and provide them, you know, the, the reports through Mortgage Coach and HomeBot and then ask for who their CPA is, who their financial advisor is, or do you recommend just starting with cold calls and, and doing that? No, I, I've, and this is not a slam on our industry, and this is not a slam on the loan officers I have on my team, but I've also learned the more I build it where it's a turnkey process for them, the more they're actually going to do it. If they've got to pick up the phone and call, they're going to have 900 other things, the excuses that they're going to do. So what we use, we use something called Schedule Once, which is a calendar scheduling platform. The client concierge teammate picks up the phone, calls the past client and says, hey, Bob, Wally's your loan officer. He closed on 123 Apple Street. I know it's been about a year since you guys talked or six months or three, three years, whatever it is. I know it's been X, Y, and Z since you guys talked last. Wally's been looking under the hood of your mortgage and wants to make sure everything is running efficiently. He wanted to jump on a call for like, say, 10, 15 minutes with you to do a deep dive in the mortgage. He's open Tuesday at 2 o'clock or Wednesday at 9 a.m., which works better for your schedule. The schedule is the, the annual mortgage view for the loan officer. In the calendar, provider are three things. The mortgage coach that's already prepared for the loan officer, the home bot link that is already prepared for the loan officer, and also the closing disclosure that's already prepared for the loan officer. So literally a loan officer sits at their desk, opens up the calendar invite, clicks the click to dial, it dials out to the client, and the three pop-ups of the mortgage coach, the uh, total cost analysis, the home bot link, and the closing disclosure pop-up. Then they've got a script that also pops up in the screen, and they start talking to their past clients. What I've learned, if I remove if I, for, to remove call reluctance from a loan officer, I've got to increase call confidence, mm. right? So for me to increase call confidence, it has to be a dummy-proof process. And I'm not calling my loan officers dummy. They're, they're very smart. But it needs to be in a process that a five-year-old can do. And it this that's how I needed to build it. Plus, also, now they're doing... When I was doing annual mortgage fees, I was capping out around 15, 18 a day, somewhere in that range. And that was literally all I did for seven, eight hours a day. 
But now on average, my team and I, we, we do somewhere in the neighborhood between 45 to 65 annual mortgage reviews a day, a day because it's so scalable across the board and every loan officer has their calendar filled up. So um, yeah, I, this for me, and if other branch managers or other team owners ha have their loan officers call, that's fine. I've just learned for them to be successful and for me to be able to step away from the day-to-day, -day, it needed to be a specific model on specific systems and specific standards. Well, what is your um, what is your ratio for your concierge team to loan officers? Is it like one concierge person per two, three loan officers, or is it a one-to-one -one ratio? What does that team look like? Uh, I've got three concierge members, and there is nine loan officers. So okay. each concierge member makes somewhere in the neighborhood of about 125 dials a day. That's the minimum outbound dials a day. And from those outbound dials a day, they have 35 to 40 conversations or so a day. And each one will schedule eight to 10 different annual mortgages a day from those 30 conversations. And each one will pull out from the database somewhere in the neighborhood of about eight to eight to 10 also wealth partner referrals. So wealth partner referrals is a concierge member has a script that they follow talking to Wally's past client, John Smith. And in walking them through the value of a CPA, value of a financial advisor, value of reshopping around your home insurance, value of a family will attorney, and they'll pull referrals from that client. Yes, introduce me to Wally's CPA. Yes, introduce me to Wally's financial advisor. Mm -hmm. So when I get on the phone with Andy Mortgage, they've already talked to Bob, my financial advisor. They've already talked to Sally, my CPA, whatever. So I've already added value to them before I even got off the phone. Number one. Number two. Sally or the, the CPA or financial advisor are going to refer me business back. And I want I want to have leveraged income to be able to scale so I can have a quality of life. I don't want to keep having to do earned income. And that's where, why I've built the team. I have another geeky under the hood question for you, if you don't mind, because I, sure. I, I love that. I love the, the architecture of this. Um, do you run like pods is it is is one per is one concierge assigned to these three loan officers so they're a tight little group or do those three concierge serve all nine loan officers and then the second part of that question is what kind of process did you set up for those referrals is it a is it a, a, a in the crm they want the cpa so i click this button what what does the matching look like on that so I am really great at one question at a time. So I've already forgot your first question. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, I wish I had a bigger memory, but it was something along the lines of, are they pods? Uh, no, they, they, they round Robin. So okay. what you, what I've learned, what I don't want it. Yeah. I think that was your question. Uh, what I don't want is uh, someone to say favoritism. Right. Yeah. And it just, it just keeps the culture working together. And the plus they encourage each other and, and if let's just say if if I do pods and one concierge member goes on vacation, then what happens with that one loan officer? Right, it just needs it needs to be a, a, like a round round. Um, Then it leads me to your next question, which I believe was about um, referring out. Is yeah, that how do they how do they match? How do you know which partner to send yeah. out? And then is sure. and so I'll give you two answers. I'll give you the answer when I ran the day to day in 2019, 2021, and I'll give you the answer in 2022 and now where I've stepped away completely from the day to day. So early when I was building all this, I the referrals from the client concierge member would come directly to me 
and I would make the introductions personally because I knew which personality behavioral style matched best. Who did I want to get to their network? Who knew this big time realtor or wanted them to introduce me to? So I built all that and it was so much involvement from me. And, and um, if I went on vacation, there's eight referrals sitting in my inbox that I've got to refer out, which is a good problem, right? But my whole point of building this is to scale and have leverage and have a quality of life. Uh, where today... There is uh, 76 financial advisors, 14 CPAs, uh, three family will attorney, and eight uh, insurance agents. Uh, the database is around 28,000 households, and they round robin the referrals to the financial advisors and such. So now we have it automated, and it's round robin that goes directly out. Um, it just got it got too big for one for me to have interest in doing it anymore, and then two, um, it just. It now it goes out and it CCs the loan officer on there. So now the loan officer sees that John Smith, the financial advisor, they haven't talked to you in a month or a week or whatever the case has got a referral. Now it's time to go follow up with that CPA and say, hey, you got, you know, Garrett, concierge member to send you a referral. Were you able to get a hold of the client or would you like me to follow up? Yeah, I got him and they went great and I got this great. So who do you know is looking to purchase, refinance or list a home and be able to ask for referrals? Fantastic. Yeah, that's a great problem to have and a great problem to solve. And you did a good job of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to talk about scripting because you said when um, when your concierge set up the calls, you have a script right up there for the loan officers. Do you have scripting out for the other levels you talked about? <clears throat> so referral yeah. goes out to a CPA, that script is, is available. And how do you manage that? Um, I don't manage that. I've got a phenomenal team that manages that. Right. So I've got a script master that's written written all the scripts out, and he, Caleb, is the one that actually keeps the team accountable, and he's the one that runs the whole department. And I've got a, a Josh, which is my technology specialist, which is my automation um, Zapier integration programmer and coder. So when in our Jingo platform, he's programmed and coded a pop-up. When it's a seven-day call, a seven-day call script pops up. When it's a 30-day call, a 30-day uh, script pops up. If it's a six-month call, a six-month pop-up script pops up, so on and so on. Yeah, systemizing it, I think, is is uh, so valuable. So you can take yourself out of it. Yeah. So that's, the, that's well, the, the power of it. I'm oh, launching, so. a, launching a CRM in the next six months that will do all that for the loan officers and have the scripts in there and, and the whole platform in there. So it'll, it'll make it, to the point where a loan officer literally it's a plug and play. Awesome. Yeah, I imagine you got a lot of patches in that jungle. <laughs> in that jungle <laughs> thing. It's great, but it's uh yeah, you're doing a lot of Frankenstein that thing to make it do what you want. It's a full-time job and a half. And then some <laughs> I, I don't know how to program or code, but when I see Zapier integration, it is like over 13,000 Zapier, literally 13,000 Zapier integrations on like one product. I'm like, dude, if this thing yeah. breaks, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you got a guy for that. That's what's great. Yeah. yeah that's that's, that's so where like, you know, you, you have to have a guy or a girl for that because that keeps you leveraged, right. right? Like I do what I do best and I delegate the rest. I'm really great at influence or architecting. Like you said, I'm really great at having a big vision and then breaking it down in bite-sized pieces finding an integrator and the integrator goes and integrates the vision that I'm on to my next, whatever squirrel that I'm going after. So it gets it to the point where I need these integrators to be able to build the systems and the technologies that gives me back my leverage. 
love it. Well, we are at our time and we've totally lost track of time. So great conversation. And uh, Wally, thank you so much. We'd love to have you back on. Uh, do you have a, an actual launch date yet in September? Are you that close or somewhere? Uh, it's supposed to be September? September 4th. It's supposed to be September 14th. It's when a 17-year-old turns okay. 18. That was kind of the day, but it might be September 20th. So it'll be the last couple of weeks of September. Okay, good. Well, we will stay tuned for that and yeah. uh, we'll have to have you back on. And uh, thank you so much. You know, so thank much. you for sharing. You know, so many times, um, you know, someone like you has this and you keep it to yourself. And the fact that uh, you're solving the problem, not just for you and your branch and your team, but also willing to open it up. And uh, that's one of the things that we love about our group with Mortgage Influencers. And that's why we created it, is to be able to have a community. I'm a big fan. There's no such thing as a self-made man or a self-made woman. There's many, 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 many mentors that open so many doors for me and that have helped me so much bring us life that I just try to pay it forward. Great. So if our listeners want to follow you, it's 24-mindset.com, right? Close. 24 7 24-7. Sorry, missed the seven. 24 7. Yeah, Andrew had had sent me that. He says it's not. It's not that it's the dash. So, so 24-7mindset.com. And then of course in power lending. So Wally, thank you so much. You're so welcome. All right, guys. Have a great day. Okay. Thank thanks, guys. So we will everybody. see you all next week and make sure and follow us at mortgageinfluencers.com. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.